In C.S. Lewis's The Abolition of Man, he speaks of modern men as being without chest. Uh, it's kind of a popular uh, passage in that book. And what he means by this is that these are men without proper affections. He speaks of the head as being the intellect, which is spiritual, or we might say heavenly. And he speaks of the belly as being uh, the appetites, as being visceral, or we might say earthy. And that the head rules the belly through the chest. The chest or the heart of man has to be trained properly to unite these two aspects of man, to unite the appetites and the intellect properly. This is what it means to be a man with a chest, to be fully human. In Genesis 37, Joseph, he has dreams of heaven and earth. And they have to do with the covenantal family of God. They have to do with Joseph himself, who is a type of Christ. And Christ comes as the union of heaven and earth. He comes as the man who teaches us how to uh, rule the intellect and the appetite through the chest. Just as the head rules the body, or uh, rules the belly through the chest, God rules the earth through the Christ. And so this heavenly, earthy man uh, is showing us how to be men uh, with chess, how to properly align our affections with objective truth, goodness, and beauty, which was Lewis's preoccupation in the abolition of man. And this means that we don't do away with the intellect. It means that we don't do away with our appetites. What it means is that we properly shape and mold and combine these things, that we bring them into their fullest uh, forms, uh, that we train the cerebral and the visceral, the mind and the body through the chest. Now, Jesus gives us a new heart. He gives us a chest. He gives us uh, uh, the ability to rule and to be truly human. And he does this through his spirit, which properly orders these things. And he conforms them to the heavenly earth man, who is objective truth, who is objective beauty, and who is objective goodness. This is what Lewis is trying to recover in the abolition of man. These objective things exist, and if we don't understand that, if we are just ruled by one or the other, the intellect or the belly, uh, we are not going to uh, properly be men with chess. We're not going to understand objective truth. We're not going to understand objective beauty. We're not going to understand objective goodness. Amen. But that's what Jesus gives us. He gives us these things. He gives us a chest, but it's a process. And Lewis understands this. He says that this is a process that involves proper education. Now he's talking about education, the kind that we think of when we think of when we go to school and, and we engage the liberal arts. And that's true, and especially natural law. He's trying to recover natural law there. That is true, but it's not the whole story. What it involves is the education of the saints in the school of Christ. And that means sanctification. And that means failing, and that means confessing and repenting. It means recognizing that we continue to battle the old man who doesn't have a chest. And so if you failed in your battles with the chestless man this week, this time is for you. If you desire to be a man with a chest, turn to Christ, and he will restore your chest. To recognize sins, to confess them, to turn from them, is to be a man with a chest. Men with chest... Uh, men without chess don't believe they have anything to repent of. Men with chess know that they do. This reminds us of our own need to confess 